welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devat Torah called Pashas Kisetse, Chesed and Boundaries. Shalom to everyone. In this week's Pasha, Pashas Kisetse, I want to share with you something I saw this week that I think can help us get better prepared now during Elul, towards Rosh Hashanah. It says in Perik Kaf Gimel Pasukei, Lo yavo amoni umoavi bikal Hashem, gam do asiri, which means that the the nations of Amon and Moav were not allowed to enter, even until t- the tenth generation, to be part of Klal Yisrael. Why? Listen carefully to the reasons. You tell me if they're even comparable. Reason number one, which usually reason number one is the strongest reason, which means, for the mere reason, for the fact that they did not greet you with bread and water on the road when you were when you left Mitzrayim. Reason number two, which sounds to me a million times more extreme, and because that they hired Bil'am, to the the prophets of the Goim, the nations, to curse Bnei Israel because they wanted to totally get rid of Klali soil. Chas v'shalom. Those are the two reasons. So, so if you look carefully, the Rolchaim HaKadosh already asked this question, which screams out. You can see what he says there, and he asks the question, how are these two reasons comparable? One is huge. They actually went out of their way to hire Bilam, the prophet, to curse, to curse us and to try to totally get rid of the Jewish people. That's understandable. That's ex- but, but the first reason, which should be even stronger, okay, so they weren't nice. They didn't come and greet us with bread and water when we really needed it, when we, were, when we left Mitzrayim. But, okay, oh, they don't have to greet us with bread and water. It's a nice thing to do. It's chesed, but they didn't do it. Why are they getting attacked on that to such an extent that they can't can't be part of the Jewish people. So if you look carefully in the Ramban, he also deals with a similar question, a different question, but what he says there would answer this question as well. He reminds us that at the end of the day, let's not forget that the descendants of Lot are the nations of Ammon and Moab. If you look at your Jewish history, you'll see that. However, don't forget who Lot is. Avram saved Lot. He saved his life. He was captured when there was a war between the four and the five kings, without going into the detail of those stories, of that story. But at the end of the day, Lot was captured, and Avram Avinu went all the way back to save him. And therefore, he should have had, him and his generations following following him, should have had a huge akalatatovis, a sense of appreciation to what Avram, who is the leader of the Jewish people, did for them. So, how can you do the opposite? Bnei Israel, Avram Avinu, did a huge favor to their previous generations, to Lot. So you'd expect that the nations that came from Lot would have would greet them with chesed, with bread and water. Of course, of course they should have done. That's a minimum they should have done. Because it's a katatov, it's a basic appreciation. So the Raman says, you see, that's the reason that it's so severe. It is so severe because if a certain person should naturally have 
an appreciation to someone, and not only does he not acknowledge that appreciation, but rather he goes the other way and does negative to them, and does something bad to them, the lack of chesed, that's a, that's a huge negative. And therefore it is comparable to the first reason. And through this we can learn the importance of Akalatatov, which we know Akalatatov, Ayin Vechinuch in the mitzvah on Kibbut Avayim, that he says when you have Akalatatov, just like we should have for our parents, for bringing us into this world, for bringing us into this world, and for bringing us up. And it's so important. But the idea is when you have Akalatatov, and you, when you work on your sense of appreciation around you, then eventually that will lead you also to having appreciation of HaKadosh Buhu, how much we owe HaKadosh Buhu, and be thankful and appreciate that. However, I want to share with you a different answer for the same question. The question again is, how, how can you compare the two reasons? One reason seems huge and justified, that Ammon and Moab won't come into being part of the Jewish people, because simply they got... A prophet to curse us out because they tried to get rid of us. So why would we allow someone like that to come into the Jewish people? However, the second answer needs explanation. Why is it so extreme? All they did is decide not to give us bread and water. Okay, they, it's not a nice thing to do, but, but why is it so extreme that we can't accept them based on the Torah to be part of uh, the Jewish congregation? And to that I saw a beautiful answer in the book in the Sefer called the Be'eris Yitzchak. And he answers it the following. Once again, he also uses this idea that both the nations of Ammon and Moab came as descendants from Lot. And if you look carefully back in your biblical history, you will see that the one Midah that Lot excelled in, seemingly, even too, too much of an extreme, was Chesed. How do we know that? Because if we look carefully, when the three angels came to, ch- to save him before they destructed the city of Sodom, so they, they, you see how Lot treated them. He treated them with unbelievable chesed. He gave them food to drink. So many things he gave them. And, and he said, come sleep in my house. And they said, no, we know you're not allowed to do chesed in the city. We're not coming to sleep in your house. And he said, no, come to my house. I want you to come to my house, even though he knew it was dangerous. And, and indeed, all the people of Stone came knocking on their door, and they tried to barge in. And they said, what is this? How can you bring a stranger into your house? Our rules over here is that you're not allowed to do so. So Lot went so extreme to chesed, he didn't even know boundaries, which, by the way, open brackets, we know that even chesed, which is a beautiful midah, but chesed without any boundaries is destruction. As we see, rain. Rain is the epitome of chesed that Hashem does for us. It gives life to this world, and yet, if it rains to an extreme, it's destruction. And there's many examples of that also in the Chumash, but we won't get into that. Close brackets. Back to us. So Lot was, had, he was so extreme in chesed that he was even willing to give all those people that were knocking to barge into his house. And he said, just leave me alone. Leave these people alone. They're my guests. I want to take care of them. Take my daughters and do with them whatever you want. At Kedekach, he was willing to protect these guests, which obviously is not the right thing to do. But we see the extremity of how much he was holding in the Midah of Chesed. Having said that, you would expect that naturally speaking, the generations that came from Lot also have this characteristic of chesed. 
naturally they should have it. They got it from their from their forefathers. They should have from the previous generations. They should have, from Lot. They should have had this idea of Chesed. And hence, you would expect them to greet us with bread and water. And if Adkedikach they had hatred towards Bnei Israel. And they didn't, and they even though their natural inclination is to do chesed and yes, to offer us bread and water, offer anyone bread and water, but yet they worked on themselves the opposite way to not give us bread and water. That's a horrible thing. We see from here the importance of using, on the one hand, the importance of using the characteristics Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave you to do it on Hashem. On the one hand, on the other side, on the other hand, how 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 irresponsible it is to to not not use the char- the good the positive characteristics that Kaddish Bilhu gave you the midot that Kaddish Bilhu gave you be it naturally be it through your environment that you were brought up with if you don't use them and you work hard on yourself not to use the good midot which is exactly what happened by Ammon and Moab that's a horrible thing and we see they got punished at Kedikach to, to teach us the extreme the extremity of this idea. With this we can also answer why the Torah decides to emphasize that the reason Lot was saved by the by the angels, you would expect the reason to be because he was so hospitable. He was uh, he did an amazing chesed. But instead, what does it say? The Chazal t- tell us that the reason he was saved is because he protected his uncle Avram, that he didn't tell everyone that Sarah Imenu was really Avram's wife and not his sister like he told everyone to try to save himself because Avram was worried they're going to kill him and take and Sarah was beautiful and they're going to take Sarah away from him and kill him so he went with the flow and Lot lied to them and said yeah yeah indeed Sarah is his Avram's sister and that's the reason he deserved to be saved the question begs itself what do you mean but he did unbelievable we saw he had this midah shouldn't he get praised for that and be rewarded for that and the answer is no for that he didn't have to work hard he already possessed that midah that characteristic that gave him so so that was easy for him to do he didn't work hard and we know that reward is based on not where we're holding, but how how much amal, how much effort we put into something to change ourselves, to get closer to Hashem, and to mimic Hashem's midos, to be like a Kaddish Bukhu. With that, we can also answer a famous question we asked many years ago about a Kaddish Bukhu gave a big nisayon to Avram Avinu and said, and said to him, I want you to sacrifice your only son, Yitzchak, to me. He was about to do it, and then Hashem stopped him with the angel, stopped him, and he said, oh, only now I realized how much of a God-fearing Jew you are. And the question begs itself, only now? What, it wasn't evident from Avram's actions that he was a God-fearing Jew until now? With everything he's done, the answer is, based on what we're saying, it's beautiful. Because HaKadosh Buhu knew the strongest Nekuda of Avram Avinu is Chesed. For him now to do an act that defies Chesed, to try to sacrifice and kill your own son, that is the epitome, the opposite of chesed. That's not, a, uh, that's not Avram Avinu's characteristic. And if he's able to go against his natural characteristic, and but he's done doing it because he knows that's what's on Hashem, then that's, 
that's the highest level one can reach because it's all based on the same yesoy, the same concept that we're saying. And we should take this home with us during Elul now to prepare for our Avodah Hashem for the whole year and realize that everyone has to first be aware of what his strong points, what Hashem gave him, which upbringing he had and what natural inclination he has and use that for his Avodah Hashem. And if not, it's a big problem because HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you those presents. It doesn't matter what it is to be nice to people. It's easy for you to do it. Use it. And if you don't, you'll be held accountable. If you have a good voice, use it for Avodah Hashem. Sing Zmilus Shabbos, Bil Chazan, etc. On the other hand, if you work hard and start, for example, greeting people every morning and saying good morning, which is Ratzon Hashem, of course, but not every, for some people it's very hard, then you'll get extra credit for that because HaKadosh Buchu knows the Fum Tzara Agra, the harder it is for someone, the more he works on something, the more reward he will get. Yiratzon, that Be'emet, will take this time period, which is so critical for our for our lives and for our family and for our Ayla Maba, to work on ourselves and ensure that we use the positive characteristics we have to be Oyved Hashem and work hard to uproot slowly the negative traits that we have. Have a good job. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Through Asaf Aaron Prisman, please share with your friends and family. PrismaofTorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, prismaftara.com. This podcast was produced for free by Ali Podcast Production. Lil Nishmas, Leibatiano, Yakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai Doyf, Isaac Ben Moshe.